Thanks for joining us here for another episode of the Divergence Podcast. I'm your host here. My name's Keddy and it's B. And another good episode, hopefully, for you guys here today. Uh, episode 22. Did you or say hopefully? I don't know what I said anymore. Be confident. <laughs> it's going to be a banger. <laughs> it's been a long day. Weather's weird. I don't know. It's yeah. been a weird week. It's fair enough. Valentine's Day kind of threw everyone off. Super Bowl. How about that Super Bowl, man? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good game. It felt like a long day for me for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. Long week, long day. Threw everyone out the loop. I know a lot of people were upset about the call, but I'm just like, it, it was a hold. And it's like, if anything, it's also a makeup call because he was held earlier in the game too. So, eh, seemed like a weak one to me. And I wanted them to win, so whatever. Either way, cool game. Lots of points. Yeah. Commercials Exciting. sucked this year. Yeah, there wasn't really that many good I didn't like a single fucking commercial. I mean, I know a lot of people uh, freaked out over that Tubi commercial, but... Wait, which Tubi commercial? Where it looked like they exited out of the game to go to the Tubi app. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. A lot of people went wild for that, and it was hilarious. Because I, I don't watch Tubi, because... No, because like it was like a commercial happening during in-game, and I guess like the two Super Bowl commentators were like giving an interview, and then all of a sudden you see like them exiting it out, and I guess because it was like... I don't know if it was like for Samsung or anything, but it, it mimicked it perfectly and that was it was hilarious i feel like it would freak out people who use tubi but that that is not me no no the thing is like it was watch. it was like during the game like they had like uh who are the commentators for fox i don't fucking know i think maybe one of them's greg olson because he looked like greg olson but that sounds like greg olson so they were giving like an interview and everything and like midway through like the interview of like their super bowl coverage it exits it out and then like you see the person going down on the apps and scrolling over to tubi and then someone's just like what the fuck's going on? It's like who's switching the who's switching the oven? Ah, so, okay, now I'm yeah. getting it. Now I'm following. Yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. I don't remember that one. That, that's probably the only funny one that I remember because like everyone was like freaking out and like I was also doing laundry during the Super Bowl, so I don't I missed a few things. <laughs> yeah, you know. Aside from that, uh, do you want to start over here with uh, shows we have to recommend? Sure. Uh, so I started watching the new Trigun Stampede, um, which I didn't have high hopes going into because I don't really love CGI anime, but they actually do a really fucking good job with it. I'm pretty oh, yeah. impressed with the fluid motion and everything like that. And the characters seem to have a lot of life to them, uh, unlike a lot of like the Gumby CGI that I see in anime. Uh, but it's really enjoyable. Uh, only a few episodes out there and uh, it's it's good stuff so far. If you're a big fan of the original, you'll still like this one too, I'm sure. Uh, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I do want to watch it, but like I'm gonna let it finish the episodes first, and then I can. I, I jumped. Up. I jumped the gun because I needed more things to watch, <laughs> so I can contribute to the segment. Uh, but the other one, uh, which Madison recommended to me, is Little Demon on Hulu. Huh. Uh, yeah, basically, this uh, girl turns 13, finds out she's the Antichrist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Danny DeVito voices the devil, and his daughter actually voices the daughter, the Antichrist, <laughs> in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's really enjoyable. Yeah, Tyler's watching that when I've seen her watch it. Yeah, it's uh it you think it's gonna be a stupid concept and then it's like fucking gory as hell. Uh but then they get really deep in some episodes too. So it's a good, you know, adult animation kind of a show. Nice. As for me, I'm keeping it simple here. Uh <laughs> the Netflix series of Voltron Legendary Defender. Hell yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorite iterations of Voltron. And maybe one of the best. I know a lot of people probably have nostalgic for the eighties series. Can forget the CGI ninety series because that was awful. Yeah, that existed. I forgot about that one. And then there was another one that was on the Hub Network, which... What? Yeah, the Hub Network. I don't know. It was like a Voltron Force series. It it seemed really cool at first, but it just did not pan out that way. I don't recall. The this. gimmick of that one is a different line can become the head, and depending on which line becomes the head, it has like a different abilities. That's pretty tight. It was pretty cool, just not executed properly. Uh, I hate when you have a good concept and bad execution. Yeah, but as for Voltron Legendary Defender, I think this one like really kept it to the core of like the original 80s of Voltron series but also trying something new so it was a very good series and I remember I just every time it ended I was like I need the next season right away yeah no those seasons burned through really quickly and they did them like they did like half seasons every yeah. week, every few months so at least they kept turning out content but I when, when that which show was annoyed going, me a little bit because I'm just like I know you have the episodes completed <laughs> but you're just breaking it true. up but hey they're making you wait six months instead of a year so I'm all right with it I mean, I guess. I was just like, I just needed to know why. I am not a patient man, so that, that worked better for me. Either way, it's out. It's it's fully out now. I mean, it's been out for a while. Oh, and it's I've been re- fully out. And I've been re-watching it. So it, I like the series a lot. It's good. It's good. I, I I do miss it that time when it was all the hype and everything. So. Hell yeah. Those were good good years at C2E2s. 
Yeah. And then another one here is uh, Welcome to Wrexham. I almost put that on the other day, and then I saw you have this on the list, and I was like, let me get a shine in first. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, two famous actors. (laughs) Well, we all know who they are. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McKelney. McElhenney. McElhenney. I don't know. I don't know. Just call him Mac. Yeah. They bought probably one of the oldest English football clubs. Oh, is it really? Yeah. And basically their goal is to get them promoted, maybe even up to the Premier League. Right now, I think they're in league one or something like that or the pro football league but there are there are ways away and it's a good series just you know how like they connect how the football club connects to fans and what it means to their culture and like things that they want to improve so is this like documentary style yeah it's a kind of a documentary style and it's it's really good because it does dive deep into the history of the club the players and like basically what the club means to like the different sections of fans and like how this like how this uh, club football team like i guess brings the town together and like I don't know, brings them to life every weekend whenever they play and stuff like that. And it's really fun because, like, I know they were, like, in the FA Cup tournament. For those who don't know, the FA Cup tournament is, like, one of the oldest English football tournaments where it brings teams from the Premier Leagues down over to, like, the bottom tiers of the football leagues. Uh, Wrexham is in one of the leagues, and they actually put the games on ESPN+. And it was just fun to see because, like, at one point, they were winning a match against, like, one of the bigger clubs, like 2-0, like a Premier League football team, uh, Southampton. They're not, like, one of the top dogs, but, you know, they're still in the Premier League. And they were winning 2-0, and then, you know, it was crazy, you know, just to see, like, how excited Ryan Reynolds was. He was just like, yeah, it's like, when team is going to go through? And then... He went through the emotional roller coaster that many fans <laughs> many, go through. Many football fans are <laughs> in the span of five minutes, and it was funny because, like, I guess on IG, his wife like posted saying, "It's like I bought ESPN Plus just to see like the smile wipe off my husband's face in less than two minutes." I love how much those two troll each other. I was never yeah. a big, big Blake Lively fan, but them together is perfect. Yeah, so like uh, Southampton like tied the game up like in the last five minutes to make it two two, and then and the next then they had to do like there's no extra time in like soccer depending like it's, there's either unless it's like elimination time or something like that, but like for this one they had to do a replay, and the replay is like they play at the home stadium of the other team that they didn't play in, and that's, oh okay yeah so then that's where Wrexham FC lost and they were eliminated, and Ryan Reynolds learned the hard way what it takes to be a football fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like being a Cubs fan for all of a hundred years. So, yeah, really good watch, though. I'm excited for season two. And, you know, I guess it's kind of ha- also made me a bit of a fan for Wrexham FC up until they're the Premier League, though. Then they're enemies. <laughs> then, yeah, then fucking back to Arsenal all the way. Yeah. Which, speaking of uh, soccer and shows, I think uh, Ted Lasso comes out in a month. Yeah, comes out March 15th. 15th yep. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that one. Should be good. Should I, be I, good. I finally get my, my Lasso back. <laughs> I miss him and that little mustache. Uh, and the last show I hear to have to recommend is on Peacock. It's called Poker Face. Um, How'd you like it? I was going to watch it, and then I realized I don't have my login information, and I cannot find out where the fuck I wrote it down. So What the hell? I mean, I, it's, I don't it's free, know. but <laughs> you can just reset your password or whatever. Eh, I'll get around to it. Uh, it's a good it's a good show. It's interesting concept. It definitely did not go the way I thought it was going to be. Interesting. So that's one thing, but good concept, I guess. I'm trying to remember the actress's name. I, why does it escape me? Is it Natalie or Natasha? Natasha Leone. There we go. Natasha Leon. Yeah. So her yes, character. I love Natasha Leon. Uh, is like a worker at a casino. And like she, apparently she used to be a really good like poker player. And then she got mixed up with the wrong cr- crowd to the point where like they threatened her that you can't play anymore, basically. Because I guess she, they were there. The, the casino and the people she was playing against was like gutting this dude has all his money. And like <laughs> he threatened her to the point. It was just like you can't play. Like I guess he I guess he broke her fingers just to make sure, you know, that she got the message. Yeah, that'll send a message or two. Yes, but uh, she has like this ability where she can tell if people are lying, basically. So she could literally read their poker face. I guess, this yeah. This is making sense. Damn, I want to watch Rounders now. I'm in a poker mood lately. <laughs> so, but then it's like, it's. I thought this show was going to be more like she was a, kind of like a detective kind of thing. And like she solved crimes in different areas. But I guess she's kind of like on the run and like solving mysteries up across different towns that she's staying in as she's trying to like escape from these people that are threatening her, basically. That sounds kind of cool. So it is a good concept. Some mysteries are cool. And then some of them just like, it kind of sucks. So like, I like the characters they introduced, but I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like, you're going to be the one they killed in this episode, aren't you? <laughs> so it's, 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 it's horrible. Like it, it does, it does hit you in the gut like that. So, but overall, it's a good show. I do like it. All right. I'll, I'll check that out at some point. But, yeah, I think that's all I have to recommend for you guys for this week, actually. Uh, but I guess to move on, because we do have quite a few stuff to talk about. Um, 
this next one, it kind of resolved itself by the time. <laughs> yeah, I it wrote. was news, and then it was immediately not news again. Yeah, so basically, like Netflix was like, for me, and like their latest effort to become the next blockbuster, introduced like their latest policy to prevent password sharing. But I do know that they are already implementing this in foreign markets, just not here. Uh, but basically, like every 31 days, you need to log into your primary home address, Wi-Fi, to continue watching Netflix. And if you don't, you'll be locked out of your account. And then you'll need to contact Netflix to like unlock your account while you're back in like your primary home address. And it kind of sucks because like if you're traveling or away from home, you need to contact Netflix so they can send you a temporary password to log in and to use the service away from home Wi-Fi. But it's, the password's only good for seven days. This basically. is just going to make people be like, ah, well, fuck it. I'll just watch something on Hulu instead. I mean, it's it's clearly a horrible strategy. Like, how is this, how is this going to work for anybody? And like, They are in free fall, man. They are panicking. Yeah. Like, with all the money they've lost since last year, like, you can tell that they're just scrambling at this point. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe don't cancel shows that are popular and people want to watch. Yeah. And I just, like, if I, if you said I couldn't watch Netflix while I was out of the country, I'd be like, all right, fine. I'll figure something else out to watch. Yeah. Like, if I can't, if I, if I have to go through all this effort just so I can watch Netflix, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm yeah, going to watch There's nothing on else. Netflix that I'm so thirsty for that, like, I need to watch it right now. Yeah, I mean, aside from, like, just waiting for season five of Stranger Things, that's about it. Yeah, and, like, Stranger Things, and then I would say, like, The Witcher, but even with the whole Henry Cavill ex- exit, like, I don't even know if that has the same appeal. With no offense, Liam Hensworth, but you are not Henry Cavill. So, like, it's, I I don't know, man. Unless they have some real banger shows on the way, like, they're just shooting themselves I in the I highly doubt it, because I feel like they have canceled, like, the Well, there's one show that's a potential banger that we're going to get to later. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, like, the fuck that... I said fucked, but I meant to say the fact. <laughs> <laughs> the fucked? It's, it's, I mean, there are It's, it's a fact that is just fucked up. It's a fucked. Yeah. Uh, is that they, they gutted their whole animation department. So it's just like, what else is there for them to do? It's like, what, what are you going to offer me that I want to watch? Oh, it's because they were clearing out room for greatness. Again, teaser <laughs> folks. <laughs> I don't think they're clearing out room for greatness. Here. Oh, yeah. This is this is a potential, potential hit, but we'll see what happens. But I know, like... They had like huge backlash when this got revealed to the point they're just like, oh, we're not going to do this for the U.S. market. Maybe not yet. They don't think that they're going to shy away from it. They're definitely going to try to do this because like they are bleeding money and they want to get your money. Who knows when they'll bring it into like the U.S. market? Hopefully never. And like hopefully they'll stop canceling fucking shows that people want to watch. Yeah, I don't know what what the hell they're doing there, but they're losing their shit. I mean, just don't cancel the shows. It's like make merchandise off the shows that people want to see. And then you, you'll yeah, make money. Yeah, I mean, money. look at how many of the Hellfire Club shirts sold for Stranger Things. You, yeah. <laughs> just make the biggest show in the world again, guys. It's to be a, fair, they've done it like twice, so they can. I mean. Three times if you want to count Bridgerton. I guess. Like, just look. With George Lucas, he knew he knew the potential in merchandising for Star Wars, which is why he's just like, you can keep whatever else. Like, I want the royalties from the merchandise, which is where he made his fucking fortune. Oh, yeah. Like. Toys sell. The, the whole reason you watch kids is to get your kids in, or watch movies is to get your kids involved so they want to buy stuff. So, I mean, the just, it's, like, it's, it's the whole merchandise appeal. It's like. True. I mean, if I had a dollar for every, like, Star Wars piece of apparel I had, I would single handedly be paying for George Lucas's career. I like Star Wars a lot, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it for the Netflix news. I mean, for now, it's, it's not happening, but we'll see what happens in the future. I don't know, man. They, they keep fucking around. I don't know. Maybe and they're about to find out. They'll probably be the next blockbuster, honestly. Because at this point, it's like if the, if you keep canceling stuff, and not even that, I think they're also losing the streaming rights to Arrested Development and even the two seasons that they themselves developed. Which I think is hilarious. It's very hilarious, but at the same time, it's like, what is the point of streaming services then if you're going to keep losing your fucking shit? Did they, like, sell it? Or they just no, only they had do, a limited contract? I have no clue. It's just leaving their... It's just leaving Netflix on March 15th also. No, I don't know what I expected. Do we know, know any idea where it's going? I feel no. like if people have seen it by now. I mean, maybe maybe, it. maybe it'll go to Hulu. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I, I would imagine that, you know, like that you would keep that, especially after you produced two seasons yourself. Yeah, that's the strangest bit to me is they're losing something that they made. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. To be fair, though, that did that was like in a time where like Netflix was kind of new to like making their own stuff. So it was a weird way that they were buying property to make new property on top of it. I don't know. Maybe they'll go the blockbuster way. Who knows? Uh, for this next topic here, I guess. Oh my god! Imagine if Netflix becomes a shitty show on Hulu <laughs> that gets canceled <laughs> after a season. That could happen. The the mm. a mockumentary of the workings of Netflix. Yes, Office style. I'd be down for that. Hey, listen. Uh, for this next topic, though, is uh, when reading 
let's say, a book or a comic or anything. Why was this so big this last week? I don't know, actually. This was such a big topic. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. I'll let you finish. But anyway, it's like, is there is there a voice that you hear in your head when, that you do yourself when you read silently? Or like, do you hear a specific voice as when you do a character voice to read to yourself? Like, do you have a voice in your head when like you're thinking or narrating your own thoughts? Or is it just like nothing? Like you're just doing the action. There's nothing going on. There's no monologue. So there's like the basic question, inner monologue or no inner yeah. monologue. I think I saw somewhere that around like like a little less than 30% of people have an inner monologue. And I think that's insane because everyone I talk to about this has an inner monologue of some sort. Uh, whether it's But there's like different kinds of inner monologues. There's like the actual voice where you're talking to yourself, which is what I have. Uh, and if like there's different characters, I do different voices for them because I do different random voices and accents throughout my daily life anyways. I've, I've, I've got a German guy named Gunter that ask anyone about it. They <laughs> fucking hate him. Um. Except one person, shout out to you. Thank you for, for loving the goons. Um, but yeah, I talk to myself. I can't imagine other people don't. Like, it's so weird to me that people don't. And apparently I'm in the minority. For real. I mean, for me, I have like whole scenarios. I like practice different fucking things. Like I practice a whole scenario like I'm a health hostage. I'm talking to myself what I'm going to do, what's going to happen, what the other person's going to yeah, say. Yeah, so like, that that is like visual, visualization in our monologue, which is one of the things that I was – I, I very briefly looked into this, folks. I'm sorry if I'm not an expert yet. But, um, yeah, so there, you're visual. I'm auditory, uh, where, whereas I, like, talk to myself and everything like that. And then there's other people who just, like, you know, they, like, feel the emotion but don't actually, like, visualize it in any capacity. But they, like, feel what they're going through. I don't I mean, know. I feel like I do that, too. So, Well, you can have mixes of, the, of all of them, too. It's not, like, ironclad that you're one, the other, or nothing. Right, right. But I just thought it was interesting because I'm just like, how are people just not like having an inner monologue? It's like, for me, I think for me, what kicked it off for me is like back in that 90s Spider-Man TV show, like when Peter Parker would like talk to himself, it was like an inner monologue. And I'm just like, can everybody do that? And then I try to do it myself. And I was like, oh my God, I can totally do that. <laughs> I can think. <laughs> yeah, I can think. <laughs> to be fair, and I'm like, surprised every day <laughs> that I can think. <laughs> so I think that's what kind of like kicked it off for me. Just like watching that Spider-Man cartoon show. Okay, that's like, a cute origin I think, story. I think like every time I do think, like I do it, I kind of like. So you think when you think, me. you're thinking that you're thinking. Yeah, <sighs> bro, you're making me think over here. But then also like when I'm reading comic books and like I come across like Batman the character, it's like I actually come across. Yeah, do you like, hear Kevin Conroy? I or, do hear Kevin. Conroy. See, there you go. Like if somebody has become like an iconic voice of that character, I'm gonna hear that. Otherwise, they get my shitty impression of that character. Like, if it's a character I don't know or something like that, I kind of make it up as I go. I guess it also, the voice I hear also depends on the art style. Like, if it's a little bit more lighthearted, maybe I'll hear Diedrich Bader. Yeah. It, Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Um, uh, that maybe, makes sense. I like that. I think lately I've also, like, uh, like when it's, like, kind of moody, like, dark lighting kind of Batman comics, sometimes, I actually, a couple times I've heard, like, Robert Pattinson voice. Okay. But majority of the time, I want to say like 95% of the time, it's Kevin Conroy's voice. It's just so iconic. Yeah. And then for Joker, it's definitely Mark Hamill's voice. Oh, for sure. Those two are peas in a pod. But yeah, no, I definitely have an inner monologue. Let us know if you don't. How do you think? Like, yeah, what goes through your mind? Like, what what happens? Is it just like a, a, a monkey banging cymbals in there all day <laughs> long? Because, I mean, to be fair, it feels like that for me a lot of the time, too. But I don't know. I don't know, but also the thing is, like, when it comes to, like, when I read, like, when I was reading Harry Potter before I watched the movies, I had a very different idea for the voice of Harry than what is actually portrayed on screen. I just had a really shitty British accent in my head, which, to be fair, I still do, because I just do a really shitty British impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I thought it was interesting, because I was like, there's there's some stuff that I read in the book, and I'm just like, okay, this is how I imagine Harry would act. And then when I see it happening in the movies, I'm just like, hmm, that's not exactly how I pictured it, but, like, I could see why. Or I feel like that's not how I feel the context in the book was. But I guess, you know, it's, it's different to everyone's own interpretation. Like maybe that was Daniel Radcliffe's interpretation or maybe that's just the direction well, yeah, and he the was director given. and everything like that. That's the thing about movies is it's not going to translate the same for most people. Right. Which is why you get so many the book was better kinds of people. Guess what, people? I can barely read. Let me get the <laughs> movies and like them. So, yeah, it's, it's just little things like that. Like uh, the, the voice I imagine, how he behaves, the tone of voice, like when he's speaking certain lines, stuff like that. So. It's, it's a lot of different stuff. Guardium Leviosa. Guardium Leviosa. <laughs> no, no, I just thought that was like a little interesting topic here. Why was it so big this week? Too? I really don't. I know. saw that shit everywhere. Everyone was talking <laughs> about it at work. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, 
I was talking about it for a while. I even asked Talia about it, and she's just like, yeah, it's like everyone should have an inner monologue. She's like, I don't know. It's like weird if you don't. I'm yeah. calling you out. If you do not have an inner monologue, let me know because I need to. I need to pick your brain. Your very <laughs> quiet, empty brain. I don't know. Maybe the people who don't are psychopaths. Maybe. Oh, maybe you solved it. I don't know. I, I doubt it. Because yeah, <laughs> that would mean like 70% of people are Trying to hype you up here, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Alternate uh, theories. I like them. Let me go into conspiracy theories. Oh, man. Anyways. Well, guys, it just gets worse from here because yeah. it's drink break and I'm mad. The Transformers will return after these messages. I'm mad that he got this. I'm just like, oh, my God. Because he texted me. He's like, we should try something new. And I thought, you know, yeah, we should try something new. I'm broadening my horizons. He and didn't, I hate that I'm doing it. He didn't tell me what it was that we were trying on purpose. Because he knew what I would say. I did know what you were going to say. And you were right to say it. Because I agree. Because <laughs> I don't fucking like this thing at all. I fucking knew it. But whatever. We're drinking it. It is Luna Bay's Booch Company Hard Kombucha. This is the watermelon sea salt flavor. Yeah, the Booch Company. Because uh, this shit tastes like ass, dude. Like I, I'm, I don't like kombucha that much either. But some are like Who the fine. Fuck likes kombucha? A Anyone? lot of people, bro. I work at a grocery store where people live on. There's kombucha. two people: people who don't like kombucha and fucking liars. I like some kombucha, not this one. This mm-hmm. tastes like absolutely nothing. Like, take a sip. You haven't even had a sip yet. He's talking shit. He hasn't even drank it until right now. Ah, right. It tastes like bread yeast, or like, or or something like that. Like, it tastes I, like my gym bag smells. A little bit, yeah. It's got it's very farty, but not in like an enjoyable no. way. Yes, there's an enjoyable way to smell farty. If I ever wanted to know what like my soccer socks wanted to taste like, this is okay, it right and here. Do you remember what I said to you before we started recording about the aftertaste? Yeah. Does it taste like that? It tastes like the aftertaste if you're just eating plain tortilla chips. I could see that, yeah. Right? It it tastes like just a fistful of like El Ranchero potato uh, tortilla chips with no salsa or nothing like that. It's horrible. It, it's Don't buy this, folks. It tastes like nothing. Who <laughs> enjoys this? It's 6%, so I guess like it's better than like I have the perfect picture to a PBR. I guess to not promote this, but just to be like, ugh. to let to let them know. Uh I don't know, man. I just I don't I'm, get this. I'm not even the even the little fucking even the tag put on the can, not the tag. What is it called? The it label. doesn't want to stay on. It wants to leave because it knows how horrible <laughs> it's it is. It's like peeling off already. This is horrible. Why would you give like <laughs> <laughs> I it looked good because I saw watermelon sea salt and it reminded me of like the sea salt ice cream from Kingdom Hearts and I was like maybe it'll be enjoyable, maybe it's like every like five years I'll try a Bloody Mary thinking maybe my tastes have changed and I will like a Bloody Mary and then I drink it and it's fucking tomato juice every time and I can't stand. I it. don't know how people can drink a Bloody Mary. I don't know. People love them. My da- my dad loves that shit. I remember very vividly going on a vacation with him one time and he got one and I was like, can I try a sip of that? And I it was disgusting. I feel like it's a white people thing, but just like kombucha is a white people thing. Like they want, I think people are forcing themselves to like this shit. I yeah, they're like, oh, this is the healthy option. It is not, folks. Don't drink it. I'm sorry. I, I would. Much, I, will, I will fight the Luna Bay Booch Co. I would much rather have a Truly, <laughs> and I hate Truly. So. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> although some of the new Truly things are kind of nah. They use that stevia shit. That shit's fucking whack. Ah, uh, some of it's good. There's a da, 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 da. That's all, folks. I actually, Topo Chico is like the better of the seltzers. I feel. Yeah. All right. Easy there, Porky Pig. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I bet you will, you son of a bitch. I walked into it the first time 20 weeks ago, and I'm walking back into it now. Watermelon sea salt. I mean, I feel like this would be a better beer than it would be a fucking kombucha, but or even a fucking... I feel like anything... Cocktail. Fl- anything anything besides a kombucha, because this is fucking horrible. It tastes like nothing. And I'm going to drink it just because not to waste the can. And it's like drying my mouth out, too, as we go. Guys, don't make our mistake. Don't make my mistake. Yeah, don't try to be bold and try something new here where you've never had a hard kombucha before in your life. Don't make that mistake. Come on, bro. New year, new me. I'm trying all these new things. <sighs> and you're along for the ride, sucker. I got you kidnapped. It says, it says here for the heat wave, and it's just like here for the fucking nasty wave. It's great, great, great. Throw throw <laughs> throw sound big big applause sound effect in the in the <laughs> in the pod after that one. I bet you're really proud. <laughs> That's the thing. I hate this so much that I'm not proud of it. <laughs> You're you're just processing at a very altered rate because of the awful flavor of this. It's not even cut straight. The label, man. All right, I'm gonna stop bitching about this. I'm sorry. It says right here on the side, one percent for the planet. Why can't you be one hundred percent for the planet, bitch? <laughs> Kev's very upset, folks. I have found his triggers, <laughs> and it is kombucha. Apparently, it's like why? Who the hell made? Who decided to fucking make this? Hey, some people like it. I don't get it. 
they're fucking liars. I'll tell you that much. Let's move on before we start getting too heated. <laughs> All right. We now return to the Transformers. Uh, next up here we have, from Netflix, surprisingly, an Elvis animated series starring Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> In this series, Elvis is a government agent charged with investigating the dark forces threatening our country, which might be our country itself. Wink, wink. Like I said, but shockingly, in another animated series from Netflix, which will probably get canceled. I told you they were saving it for this banger. Did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. It looks kind of good. It, I do. I do like the art style. I. It's I, giving me like major Archer vibes. Archer and, vibes, and also, what is that other show that was on Comedy Central? Was it Moonbeam City? Yeah. With uh, uh, Rob Lowe? I think it was Rob Lowe. Moonbeam City was a very underrated comedy. That show was really great. And I love like, the Moonbeam art, like, art style and everything like that. Yeah, so it, it definitely, I feel like I see the Archer combined with Moonbeam City kind of art. Yeah, for sure. The only thing that stands out for me from Moonbeam City was the Glitter Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that show was great. Bring that back. Yeah, no, this, this kind of looks fun. Matthew McConaughey is a voice actor. It's fantastic. Because I feel like any other voice actor would have just been doing that role as a bad Matthew McConaughey impression. So <laughs> maybe I think this just get him to do it, and that makes sense. It it does look good. I will definitely give it a shot. I think it comes out March, right? I think so. Okay, yeah. So I, that's something to look forward to. See, I don't know if they change if they change like the premise of the show because I thought at first he was going to be investigating like supernatural occult forces. No, I think just dark forces was just like you know. Maybe plotting in the shadows, or maybe they're just not revealing everything in the trailer. I think it would have been a lot better for me. Well, maybe in my taste, if it was like supernatural occult, it would have been funnier. Yeah, but no, this just kind of feels like he's just a clandestine spy. I guess so. I mean, for me, that's, that's already been done. But who knows? Maybe. maybe yeah, but not good. with Elvis voiced by Matthew McConaughey, dude. <laughs> You're missing the point here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Enough. Damn it, now I want to watch Days and Confused. <laughs> Enough with the bad Matthew McConaughey impression. 100%. We should really <laughs> quit while we're ahead. And we're not that far ahead. No, but we definitely have a lot of stuff here to get into the next topic, which is Nintendo Direct was showcased last week with expected reveals and also a few surprises. Yeah, they had a lot crammed into this. Because when was the last Direct? I feel like we didn't get anything out of the last one. Nothing super majorly interesting. But this one had something for everyone. I, don't know, I think they had one like at the end of quarter four. They they kind of come usually quarterly, quarterly, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Unless it's like a game specific one. Yeah. Like, like I <laughs> I definitely know they're gonna have one on the twenty seventh or the twenty sixth because it's Pokemon Day. <laughs> Pokemans. Um. But yeah, no. This 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 had everything in it. Yeah. To start us off here, uh, Pikmin Four was revealed, which we briefly discussed in one of our earlier episodes. Which also it looks incredible, and they introduced a new ice Pikmin and a space dog to help out with your that space dog looks awesome to help your adventure explore. Uh, I briefly, like, and I mean very briefly, played Pikmin One back when it first came out, uh, and it was because my mom used to babysit this kid, and he had the game, and I would like played here or there, but I was never dove into it like seriously, you know. Yeah, I never played it because, I mean, I never had like a GameCube or a Wii or anything like that. So I had none of the platforms for it, but I hear nothing but the best things about it. And I'm like, how? Like, look at know. this kid's game. Like, it can't be that fun. Might, but it, apparently it's the best thing apparently, ever. Apparently, yeah. So I it Apparently comes, it, it's just like Diablo, but nice. <laughs> maybe. It might be. So it comes out July 21st. I definitely think this might be my first entry into the Pikmin franchise because it might be something, you know, to play casually. I don't have to be like super hardcore, you know, get all sweaty about it. So it might might be True. fun to play. I yeah, I, I need more games that I don't like sweat my ass off playing. So it does look very interesting. I recommend everyone to watch the trailer for it and maybe even possibly play the game because I mean I can't tell you how the game plays because I've never played a Pikmin game, but I'm very excited for it and I kind of do want to play it. Well, I played against Elf and Olimar and fucking Smash Bros, and that's infuriating. So <laughs> I'm hoping the game is better than that. Uh, the next game up that. Really caught, caught my interest because I played the first one was Octopath Traveler 2 is coming soon. I really love the first one. Did you really? Yeah. See, I heard like mixed reviews, but like it just looked like a great RPG. And I was like. See, the thing is, it's, it it was a very classic JRPG turn base that kind of like brought it back to the fold of like the old Final Fantasies. Uh, I guess, you know, kind of like Final Fantasies 1 through 7, which is like that old art style. It it, it was yeah. very good. Like I, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed the gameplay. I mean, the story, the story wasn't that good, but the gameplay was phenomenal. Okay. Well, I mean, that's all you You either need good story or good gameplay like, or good visuals. Like, the story isn't something groundbreaking or anything new. It's pretty predictable and, you know, like, cookie cutter kind of stuff. But the gameplay is, like, what made it phenomenal for me. Because I'm just like, man, I am having fun playing this game. But, all right, so it's 
Octopath, so there's eight yeah, different storylines. Is it different storylines, or is it just the same storyline from eight different storylines? Each each character has a di- different storylines, and within that storyline, you can choose to make certain allies, alliances, and like I guess your decisions affect like the not the whole outcome, but just like what how you get to the end. Basically, is it a long game? It didn't seem that long to me. Okay, so you can replay it eight times and be, yeah. be pretty comfortable. That's yeah. a Good concept of a game to me. I'll take that any day of the week. And for the second one, like it looks, it looks like this one, like um, it could affect like the where you're gonna go in your journey. Um, I would definitely say you can check out the first one to play, but you can also just jump straight into this one as well because it doesn't. It, it's like Final Fantasy. Like while they are numbered, the previous one doesn't affect the next entry. Basically, true. It's like zone standalone, basically. Until it gets remade like seventeen different times because <laughs> we love Cloud Strife. Yeah. And but yeah, I'm very excited for it. I will probably pick this up eventually. Maybe stream it when I get the new capture card. And yeah, do it. You haven't streamed anything in a while. Yeah, that's true. Uh, get back on it. I'll play with you. <laughs> the next game up is actually the Advance Wars Reboot Camp, finally getting released on April 21st. Oh yeah, I know a lot of people were worried that was going to be canceled due to the stuff that's going on the, over in the Ukraine. But yeah, you're not. It just got pushed back for it bad got- timing, guys. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely coming out. It's it's real. It exists. They showcase it at the direct. So it's coming out April twenty first. Mark that in your calendars if you're a big Advanced Wars fan. I like play like maybe a demo of it on the DS. I just like strategy RPGs and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean it's good. Uh, another one that caught my interest was called Omega Strikers. Uh, it's a battle brawler style air hockey game. Uh, it's free to play, I'm but sorry, online. What? Yeah, battle brawler. I that when I was reading air, like uh, air hockey kind of game. Uh, it's online only. It's free to play. It's three v three, and depending on your characters, they each have like their own unique abilities and like how you can score, defend, all this different stuff. It looks really cool. I'm like, I'm gonna give it a shot. I just wish you could also play like locally and not just online as well. Oh, it's only online. Oh, that's yeah. funny. It's only online, which is like, it's cool and all, but like I w- I I would like to play this locally. Like you know, like if I had people over, we can all play together but on the couch. Free to play on Steam? Uh, I don't know if it's free to play on Steam. I know it's free to play on the Switch. Oh, it's on Switch? Oh, yeah, I, just, I just saw Steam first before I saw Switch. So I guess so, it's getting multi-platform release. I guess, cool. yeah. So there's yeah, that. Switch, Android, iOS. Oh, my God. And, well, and It looks like it's getting a wide variety. Steam. So Yeah. So it's going to be a mobile game. And <laughs> the Switch is basically just a big old mobile yeah. game factory. But um, either way, it looks fun to play. So I'm, I mean, it's free to play. No, oh, yeah. no there, there you go. There's your brain off casual mode game. Although yeah. I can see us getting competitive with this. <laughs> Definitely. Good. People Let's will do get competitive. All right. This is gonna, I'm, I'll play with you to get your ass streaming. <laughs> uh, the next game that I do want to play is Kirby Return to Dreamland. It drops later this month, actually, on the 24th, with a new epilogue adventure that you unlock once you complete the main game. Uh, it's up to four-player co-op that lets you play as Kirby and his friends. And yeah, they're introducing a new mecha ability, uh, which is new from the original game. Yeah, and it look, it fucking looks awesome, man. <laughs> you get to be your own little Gundam, and it's got like four different powers. Wow. Um, yeah, that, that looks really fun. I like that a lot. And then the last note I had here was just Kirby be cute as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby cute as fuck and his Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to be yeah. taken out by Kirby? In a, yeah, so in this, a this is definitely a game that I will buy, and I know that I can like have fun playing with Tali. Yeah, it's a good, simple couch co-op, chill yeah. out, have a few people over. Yeah, looks good. Uh, the next one is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass. This is all you, buddy. Yeah, very excited for this and have started gameplay on 3 now. And no, I have not beaten 2 yet. Oh, really? No, I, I had I had to start playing 3 because like I saw this trailer and I was just like, all right, I need to beat this game. Which probably won't even happen. Do the stories tie in, though? I feel like they tie in. See, this is, this is where it's going to get good. It does tie in. I feel like you should beat 2 then, man. I mean, I should, probably should be too, but it's like I already got spoiled, so it's like it doesn't really matter to me. Oh, uh, okay, point. okay, okay. But it's, but it, that's the th- that's the cool thing for me. It's like even though I got spoiled, it, I'm still having fun playing the game. I still want to play the game. That's fair. I'm like incapable of being spoiled because I forget everything right away. So, uh, but like I said, they announced DLC expansion pass four or wave three. I want to say for Xenoblade Chronicles three. And it, it it's just too good because like now they revealed an adult Rex he who's dual wielding the pirate Mithra swords now. I thought they were the same sword. Yeah, it turns out I'm gonna spoil this for you guys. Is in the end of Xenoblade Chronicles three, uh, Rex is able to split them into two separate beings. Two. End of two. Yeah, that's what I said at the end of two. You said end of three. Did I say end of three? <laughs> yes, you did. I'm sorry. I don't know. The booch is getting to him, folks. Because I hate the fucking booch. Exactly. It's like really distracting. Uh, um, but yeah, at the end of two, okay, they split cool. into two separate beings. So yeah. So then it becomes a harem anime. Love it. Uh, it's not a harem anime because he has children with both of them. 
He also has a child with Nia. I don't know if you know who Nia is. This but- man's a hoe! <laughs> Rex? My man has three wrecking wives. Wrecking that ass. That's what's up. So, yeah, it's 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 wild. Uh, but, yeah. They reveal- All right, now I'm playing these games. Let's go. Adult dual-wielding Rex. They reveal Shulk, who looks a little bit older as well. And this now- man is dual-wielding <laughs> and gripping on his baby mamas going into battle. Pervert. What the shit is this game? I'm, t- I'm telling you, you got to play two, man. The first one made a little bit of sense. The second one, you're losing me. This is getting ape shit. Third one, I don't even want to know where they're going right now. I don't know, but I'm, I really want to keep playing because now they have like a hooded, uh, caped Shulk. It looks really cool. He looks really fucking cool, actually. And then like, it's impossible to make Shulk cool to me. I fucking hate Shulk. This is the Monado's power. He's this the most is- obnoxious character I can ever remember playing. <laughs> Remember to cut in. This is the Monado's power soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> it is infuriating. It is he. His voice is as infuriating as a stupid kombucha. Uh, and I guess also an adult Noah. So I definitely do need to catch up on the story and try to beat three. Yeah, even though it's, it's really knows. hard to beat the games because it's so fun to play. I mean, for me, I know it's, it's not for everybody. And I know there's a whole meme of like Xenoblade uh, Chronicle players who like tell everybody to play it, and then the game's really good, but a lot of people just don't enjoy it. Which is fine. You know, if it's not for you, it's not Great for you. Great meme, guys. You're really <laughs> killing it with the comedy. <laughs> if it's not for you, it's not for you. But... Hey, you should play this game. It's not even that good. What a bait. Oh, God. God. Uh, you got me fucked up with that dual wielding bit. Bad <laughs> uh, next up is more Mario Kart goodness uh, with a new course revealed, Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Just make a new one already. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop milking well, eight. Listen, man. They got to go all the way until the end of 2023 for this. They just got Birdo? Are you kidding me? Yeah, now they're going to include Birdo, a new ki- like not a new character, but a new character for Mario Kart 8. Whoa. She was first introduced, or they, actually, because Birdo is trans, uh, they were first introduced back in Mario Kart Double Dash, actually. Double Dash was her first intro? Yeah, Double well, Dash was her first intro into being a playable character. Okay, I was going to say, she was. Ne- they were an enemy in two. Mar- yeah, Mar- Super Mario 2. 2, there we go. Yeah, so the, non, uh, the non-canon one. <laughs> yeah, non-canon. The, the reskinned other Japanese game. Yeah, basically. Uh, but the Yoshi Islands uh, level looks really cool. And I kind of do like that they're adding like new core. Like they are developing new brand new levels for this game as well. Like remastering old You know what courses. they should do with those levels? Put them into a new game <laughs> that's not super fucking old and just make a new Mario Kart. Listen, man. I feel like Mario Kart 8 is a pinnacle of Mario Kart because I don't, I don't know where they're going to take it from here. They already stole the concept of like zero gravity from F-Zero. So it's like, what else can they take? Oh my god, I just thought of it. Give it to me. Take the Diddy Kong racing concept. Have different cards. Boat, plane, cars. And you can use different ones in each course. Alright, I'm fair with that. Yeah, and imagine being able to like modify your cart in the middle of a race or something like that. Now, now, now I'm getting to like Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts, and we don't need that. Yeah, that, and that also, doesn't need to ever come. You're back. into that, and then you're also getting to uh, I don't know if you remember Mod Nation Racers. No, I do not. Wow, that was like that was like. A good rival to Mario Kart went for the PS3, actually. Was it really? Yeah, it was because I played it. It was really good. And, like, you can customize, like, your characters. A lot of people would, like, upload skins for people to buy. And, like, a different character. You could be, like, a Power Ranger or, like, you know. Like, it was it was, it was, was very much <laughs> you modded everything in that game. I don't know, Nothing will like ever it. top the two, greatest, the two greatest racing games of all time. And that is Beetle Adventure Racing for the 64 and Burnout 3 Takedown. I don't think I've ever played those, so. Well, buddy, do I have a surprise for you because <laughs> I'm going to show them to you and you're going to fucking love them. <laughs> Look out for Expansion Pack 4 for Mario Kart goodness. And also, maybe, oh, actually, I don't think it'll be out in time for the Mario Kart tournament. But yeah, we will have that Mario Kart tournament next week. Who knows who wins? I mean, I am pretty confident that if I play, I will win. So I feel bad. Play. And then he loses and then he's going to make excuses why he lost, guys. No, see, with Mario Kart, though, it's a whole different thing. I'm very fucking good at Mario Kart. That's true. You do technically have a championship under your belt from C2E2 64 tournament. Yeah. And also being like a regional rep for Illinois in Mario Kart. Every every time I hang out with you, something new comes out. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to the topics here. There's a new Tron game coming out. Uh, Tron Identity, which is a puzzle adventure with the decisions and alliances you make affecting the story, which is pretty interesting. Uh, wondering if some elements play into the Tron 3 that's coming out. They don't. Ah. So I was looking at this before I got here. <clears throat> um, the game is supposed to take place on an entirely new server. So Interesting. 
So it's supposed to develop and evolve without any creator's input or anything like that. And so it's quote unquote built on a very rocky foundation. It's so, weird because they include Clue as like the antagonist, I think. Or I could be wrong, but I feel like they didn't mention it. But I also find it weird that they didn't include any of this in that little yeah. snippet trailer. That no, I was, I was looking into it a lot before I got here. Um, but yeah, I'm so he proud is, of you finally doing research. I'm trying my, buddy, my best, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's supposed to take place on a completely different grid that is just untouched mm-hmm. by creators. Um, so it just kind of develops on its own. So you kind of get to see like, you know, what are the programs going to do when left to their own devices? It's called Tron Identity. And I guess like one of the main mechanics is going to be de-resing other um, programs and kind of mm-hmm. like gaining piece of, pieces of their identity. Um, it looks like a pretty low budge game. Not right, low right, budge, right. but kind of like indie-ish right, right. level of quality game. Hey, some indie games are really good. I'm playing some are fucking awesome, man. So we'll see how they do. The art style looks pretty cool, but it's supposed to be completely separate from uh, the Tron the Tron 3 movie. Um, which, as I was looking into that, according to the Disney Wiki and, every, and a couple of interviews I saw, Garrett Hedlund and Olivia Wilde are attached or at least being talked about in this movie and when i look at jared leto he's not only billed as the top list cast he's billed as a producer huh so jared leto's got a say in this and that scares (laughs) the fuck out of me because i don't like him he's gonna come out saying it's morbid time (laughs) it's morbid time i mean tron in time uh i just i i i think that franchise has so much potential with those characters and I'm worried what the what's gonna happen with it. So, but it could also just be like they're giving him producer credit so he gets a bigger check. Yeah, but also don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we'll see. I what don't happens. want them to do that. We'll see what happens because we won't know much until filming starts in August. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, oh, this is gonna be. And a we long will time catch you up on all that, folks. Hell yeah, stay stick with us as I bitch about Jared Leto <laughs> and how much I love Tron. But for good news here is next up, Metroid Prime Remastered was I'm announced. I'm so happy about this. I've never announced. had a chance. And Shadow Dropped, actually. Yeah, I saw the announcement. I was like, oh, man, can't wait for it to come out. And somebody was like, it's out now. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, they're like, at the end of the direct, you can pick, pick it up now or buy it physically in, like, I think in June or April. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you want to play digitally, it's out now. If you want to wait for the physical copy, you can get it later. Either or, it's out. It's remastered. It's not even just like a remaster. They definitely really took their time and care with this because you can choose different controls, basically. Yeah. You can use the controls that were, like, I guess, made for the Switch version of the game, or you can switch it up and play, like, true to the original game and use, like, the GameCube controls. I do have a GameCube controller, so. So, but I think. So, I, this is why Prime 4 is taking so fucking long, <laughs> is what you're telling me. Maybe. It, it might be, but it'd also be like, it, we might get an announcement in E3. Not Well, not E3, but. During the time of E3. <laughs> True, yeah. They are not going to E3s anymore, so. No more E3, basically. But I guess when they're next direct, maybe they'll have, like, a reveal or something. Because I feel like they're releasing this to get people, like, hyped or aware for Metroid Prime. Why did you open a second one if you didn't like the first one? Well, because I opened it to drink it to try it out. <laughs> he just noticed that I made a face because I'm drinking out of a second can. Because I, I started drinking the first one to give it a taste test. But then we had a crack one for the for the pod. We didn't have to crack. We just couldn't open mine. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize oh. that at, until I was cracking it. And then I was like, wait, fuck. Now I got to drink another one of these. It's fine. I'm very thirsty, folks. Uh, but anyways, like I said, this could be like a way to like hype up interest for Metroid Prime 4. So I feel like we're going to get some Metroid Prime 4 news pretty soon. True. Because, I mean, there's pe- people out there like me who have never played a Metroid Prime. It always looks awesome. And I've always wanted to be able to play it. But I never had a GameCube. I never had a Switch. Never had a, or never had a Wii. Never had a Wii U. So, like, I went from N64 to Switch. I missed a lot of Nintendo lifetime. So I love these HD remasters and re-releases and stuff like yeah, that. Because it gives me a chance to experience something I've always wanted. And to. it also opens the door for potential new remasters as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think they know how well they do. So, like, if they're not going to do an online GameCube library, if they do, like, remasters of their GameCube titles, I'm all for that. Yeah, and, you know, that's fucking another revenue source. Like, people will pay for it. Yeah, people want to people want to play these games. Yeah, 100%. That's why they emulate them, because they want to play them. And it's just like Nintendo's just, like, a little, a little bit dragging <laughs> on Nintendo it. always has an issue of people emulating their games, and they crack down. And they're like, well, just let us keep playing the games. But they've, like, made them unavailable anywhere. So Yeah. But... That might change coming up with this next news is Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are also coming to Switch Online. 
with the Game Boy available with the basic Switch Online plan and the Game Boy Advance games in the expansion pack. I mean, I do love this feature because while the initial lineup for my taste... Do you have the expansion plan? I do have the expansion plan. Nice. nice. Yeah, I have the family plan because it's only like 30 bucks a person <laughs> as opposed to 60 for the year. Or it might be cheaper. I don't remember how much it was. It's, it's 60 it's really... for a year for just the basic. Yeah. Versus 30 per person a year? For the expansion because I think... Oh, shit. That's a good deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Because if you're in a family plan, yeah. That's nothing. All right. Nice. So, I mean, I could be wrong how the family plan works. I feel like it, it but it, it is bang for your buck if you do a family plan. I'll look into it. Plus, I mean, free games. Yeah. They're awesome. Especially with this new lineup. What do we got, Caddy? Uh, but the, the initial lineup is pretty weak because um, I was, but it, it does have huge potential for like their next stuff. Wait, what are they releasing so far? Have they? They have like Kirby, Kirby Return to Dreamland. They have like sure. another way of playing Tetris on the Switch. Bro, we don't have enough Tetris. They're making a Tetris series on Hulu. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yeah, with uh, Taron Edgerton attached as the lead. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I saw like an ad for it today before I came here, but I didn't actually watch the trailer. So. What, is it going to be like the Z-shaped Tetris? <laughs> no, I think it's about them developing the game. But yes, for the sake, he's the straight line that needs to save us all. Um, I don't know if he's straight or not. I'm just kidding. True. He was Elton John, so you got to have a little bit of fun in you. Uh, But... It's it's not nothing exciting for me, you know, for the Game Boy wise. And but on the Game Boy Advance games, they do have some pretty good stuff. They have like the Super, not Super Mario. They have the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah, those they, are great games. I think they also have Wario Land three on the Game Boy, or if it's, if it's the Advance one, I don't remember. But initial lineup, not the best, but the potential for better stuff is there. Oh, dude, absolutely. Because I know if they can do like the Game Boy games, like obviously any of the Pokemon main entry series. And Bam. Think, play. Think yeah. of the ability to like cross between them. You can get the games, uh, get the mons you can't get in red and blue and yeah, yellow. Yeah, like if it's compatible like with the, like the Pokemon Home, which is like the hub where you can put all your Pokemon from different games and store them in there until they're like available in like the next game or like patch. I don't know. But basically, Pokemon Home is like a hub where you can store all your Pokemon without fear of losing them from previous games. Dude, Pokemon's a world power at this point. Yeah, but like you can also, I mean, I know it's only going to be like first party titles, but I do have hopes that they do like Sonic Advance because I played Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance religiously. Hell yeah. <laughs> One, two, and three. So it's it's really good. I hope they also do like Sonic Battle. I don't know if you ever played Sonic Battle. I, 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 emu- I emulated it and I played it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see they got Mega Man Zero here as yeah. a potentiality, and I fucking love those games. Mega Man Zero, Mega Man X, uh, Mega Man Anti Warriors, all of those Mega Man games. Anti Warriors is underrated. That's yeah. a great game. People want Mother Three on there, so hopefully that comes out. Uh, Fire Emblem, which I've I've really I've never been a Fire Emblem fan. Like I never played any of the games because again I missed that whole generation of Nintendo product. Uh, and then I played Three Houses and I fucking loved it. And I was like, oh, I want to play all of them. I don't know. Have you been playing Fire Emblem Engage? I haven't tried Engage yet, though. I'm, I'm hearing mixed reviews, but you know, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Yeah, there's that. And they're actually, I think, in the in the advanced version is like where they ported over to the West the first time that Roy made his appearance. Uh, Yeah, either Path Radiance or Radiant Dawn. Radiant I mean, Dawn's the one with Ike. Ike, okay. And we like Ike. Yeah. Ike we fights like for his Ike. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, I, I know these guys so well from like Smash and stuff like that, but I've never actually played their source material. And I think I just, I might do like a whole thing where I play every character source material. <laughs> I, I, I saw a streamer pop at one do something like that, where if you lose, you have to play their original game. And I was like, oh, I'm, that's, I'm, that's, that's an interesting concept. I might do something like that. Yeah. Then you go also play Golden Sun. I don't know if you know what Golden Sun is, but is he, he's the assist, that, that assist trophy in Isaac. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yes. Isaac. Big ass hand. Big old hands. <laughs> that pushes you out of the way. <laughs> he, he throwing them hands. So, yeah, there's a lot of potential here for that feature. So, hopefully, they include some good stuff. I know one game I'm actually really excited for on the Game Boy series is the Pokemon trading card game one. Oh, yeah, tight. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for that one to come out. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, so, there's a lot of great Game Boy Advance games. Game Boy Advance, I think, is one of the more underrated systems because yeah. that game, that shit had a lot. So, yeah, hopefully, this can fix the emulation problems that Nintendo like, has been shutting down a bunch of stuff. So, if they can bring the games that people want to play on there... More power to them. Yeah. So at some point when you can play Melee on Switch, people will still not do it because their online <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> keep, Who knows? keep using Slippy, folks. It's working. It's working for Oh, man. But the last bit of Nintendo news here is for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, close out the Direct with some new reveals, such as vehicles being used in this game, which a lot of people were making memes saying it's like nuts and bolts. 
but I feel like that's not really the whole I point think, of the game. But I feel like I think I, we've learned our lesson. I don't, I don't yeah. think we're getting another nuts and bolts anytime soon. Yeah, though. definitely not. Uh, but also interesting and pretty cool enough is Matthew Mercer is voicing Ganon. That's pretty cool. Which I was just like, as soon as I heard this voice, I was just like, this sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know this voice. It sounds like the cowboy we're not allowed to talk about anymore. <laughs> so I, I like that. And also, it looks like Link's arm is potentially the power of the original hero is what I'm getting. Is what Also, people are also speculating online. Because it, it's very reminiscent of like the ancient tablet and stuff like that. Yeah. So that seems like the source of the original power in Hyrule. Yeah. And also, people are saying that that one Link where he's like kind of bare chested and has like the toga tied look, I guess. Yes. Is they're saying that that is the original hero, and then the, the short-haired Zelda with the dress and everything is Hylia, and not actually Zelda. So we might be looking into them into the past. Okay, so this might be like an origin origin. Like we're finally maybe, maybe. see. That's what I love about like Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom is that like we're like establishing lore, whereas it's kind of been all over the place up until now. We're like getting to the nitty gritty roots. Of so it. I mean, it's maybe it's still all just speculation. It could also just be new looks for them in this game. But I'm hyped. I mean, I also like, like they revealed some stuff, but there's still so much more questions that I have. Yeah. So. Uh, shit, I still haven't even beaten Breath of the Wild. I got way hung up in side quests and just Baco Goblin hunting. Oh, man. You beat that. So very excited for that. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited. I already <laughs> requested the day off of work for that. So. Oh, tight. Wait, when does that one come out? Uh, May 12th. Oh, that's pretty soon. Yeah. We're okay, almost there. I got, almost there. I got I'm trying to get my hands this. on the collector's edition. I miss. The pre-order windows. Yeah, I saw you tweeting about that, man. Because yeah, I didn't even know what happened. Because like everyone's saying it's up on retailers. I went up on the retailers the, the same day they announced it. There was yeah. nothing. Not even like a link or anything saying when it's going to be up. came with the collector's edition? Because it looked uh, cool, but I didn't really look at what it was. You get a pin set. You get a steel book. Nice, nice. You get like some poster. Always. There's always like a map of Hyrule. Yeah, basically like that. It's like a poster, but like it this it poster of the tablet of Hylia and the original hero. Okay. Um, You get an art book. Always, always Which, great. I kind of just want it for the art book. I know, right? You're, you're, that's usually what you're going for, I feel like. And then, did I say the steel book? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you got to copy the game, and that's pretty much it. I get the game, too? <laughs> yeah. God damn! So, right now, my best hope is to get the collector's edition is on Best Buy. So, I've been checking every day on Best Buy website, but it keeps saying coming soon. And if I go check it right now, and if I miss my window of opportunity, I'm going to be pissed off. But Damn. whatever. I'll get the game. I'll get the game regardless. Yeah. It'll be fun regardless. And you'll be able to find the other stuff somewhere else down the road, I'm sure, if you Maybe. really I mean, wanted to. I mean, I'll probably find it at a fucking aftermarket price, but whatever. I just, I do want that art broken. Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, folks. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Is it question time? Um, Actually, yeah, it is question time. Yeah. As soon as I see <laughs> Kev pull up his phone, I'm like, oh, he's going to ask me some dumbass questions. I love it. <laughs> just kidding. They're great questions. Keep them coming, folks. I love these. Uh, questions that we have here. We're not too many, actually, which I guess is good because the last few episodes, we've been having a long runtime. <laughs> so Yeah, we need a. This is the audience telling us to shut up and <laughs> stop talking so much. Uh, first question here we have is from Jeff, actually. He Jeff says, continues to kill it. If you could eat from any anime universe, which would it be? One Piece. I want to be a devil fruit user. <laughs> I don't need to swim. Are you kidding me? I don't know if he means, like, food, but I guess I guess that counts, so... Yeah, well, that and like you know, like any Hayao Miyazaki movie has the best looking food of all time. See, I was gonna, I was gonna go with that. I also was gonna go with like the Makoto Shinkai movies, which is like Weathering with You, your yeah, name, because yeah. the food in, yeah. in those here looks incredible. I'm just like, God damn, I want to know like what are they making? Anime food looks balling, but yeah. I want the power of the devil fruit. So, all right, all give right. me a devil fruit. Also, whatever Goku and Vegeta are eating always looks fucking good. I feel like they're just eating like 17 tons of rice because that's all they're able to make. I mean, they're eating rice, they're eating meat. I don't know. Sensu beans. <laughs> I do want to try that ramen from Naruto. Yeah, the, the Naruto ramen does look pretty ballin'. That looks really good. What else is good? Pretty much any anime food looks awesome. Let's be real. Yeah. I guess One Piece, one piece is a good one. I don't, But I hear devil fruit tastes awful, though. I don't care. I will be a <laughs> god amongst man. What if you're... <laughs> What if you have a stupid devil fruit power? It's better than being some lame-ass normal person. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll be fucking Tony Tony Chopper. I'll eat the human human fruit and just be myself, but different. Oh, man. I'll, take anything. I'll take anything at this I'm point. trying to think. Someone does have a stupid devil fruit power. Uh, there's so many. One guy just makes everything slippery. Like, yeah. they're not great powers, folks, but <laughs> all about how you use them. <laughs> I don't know. There's some awful ones. But. There's the Foxy Foxy Slow Beam. It just makes things slightly slower. 
it's uh, all about how you use it, man. I mean, I guess so. But to answer your question, Jeff, any anime universe, I would eat the food from because it looks fucking delicious. 100%. Although I would like those glitter dogs from Boom Beam City. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a good alternative answer then. Uh, next question up is from Kayla. She's asking, would you like to receive flowers on Valentine's Day or is there a more ideal gift that you would like to receive? I wouldn't mind flowers. I feel like Karama. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, Rose no. whip. Flowers are great. I don't usually expect much on Valentine's Day, although I'm trying to work on that. But uh, I don't know. Food. Food is awesome. Something you like only cook once a year or something like that. I mean, I made a surf and surf on Valentine's Day. I saw that. It looked really good, man. <laughs> it was good. It looked baller. <laughs> I had a good-ass nap after that. I sl- Hell I yeah, up. you did. Those were fat lobster tails. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, flowers are nice, but you know, I wouldn't mind flowers. I wouldn't mind anything is nice. I just want to spend time with the person. You know what I'm saying? If someone gifted me a plant, I wouldn't mind that either. I mean, I'll never buy a plant myself, but if someone gifted me a plant, all right, I'm trying to get into plants more and stuff like that. So if I get one, I'll I'll (laughs) I'll hook it up, buddy. Me and you are going to become plant bros together. (laughs) Okay, plant bro dog. Yo, we will plant bro dog. Plant bro. Yeah, plant bro dog. Stop wanting to be Karama. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I used to, I used to think I was Karama from Yu Hakusho, but I'm thinking definitely, definitely Yusuke now. Dude, you always said, oh, I'm so Yusuke or Hiei. And I'm like, cut, out, cut it out, you edgelord. Never said I was Hiei. You've definitely said Hiei before. Never yes, said Yes, you have 100%. Never. Whatever. I'm happy with my humble, humble Kuwabara. <laughs> okay. You've been demoted to Kuwema. Kuwema? One of the most powerful beings in the galaxy? Okay, sure. What a demotion. It's a pretty big demotion, actually. Uh, last question. Whoops. <laughs> Drop my phone. <laughs> he is shooketh. Uh, last question here is from Andrea. She's asking, what is a strange talent you have? A strange talent? Yeah. I don't know. I can juggle kind of decent. I don't know how strange that is. Is that the only, like, I don't know. Anything else? I don't know. I, 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 I do mouth noise things. I can do the, the water drop. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. I shouldn't have phrased it that way. Fuck. Now it's going to make me laugh. <laughs> shut up. 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 God damn it. <laughs> I'm not laughing too much now. Shit. Uh, I can't tell if I'm doing it because of that. I don't voice. know why he's still doing this. Like once was enough. <laughs> it's making me laugh too much. I can't do it. Anyone who knows me, I will do it for you. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a talent. Why did I have to <laughs> say it was mouth noises? <laughs> uh, what about you, buddy? What I'm, you got? Hmm. I'm trying to Sh- think. Shadow penis puppetry. <laughs> what? You heard me. I know you be helicoptering in your spare time. I'm trying to think. Strange talent. You were a bass player in a band for a while, and nobody would peg you for that. I guess. I have really good, like, real-life Tetris skills, I guess. Real-life Tetris skills. Yeah. Yeah, we both used to work in a grocery store for a very long time. That's Yeah, but also just really good at just packing stuff away. I guess that's a strange talent. I'll give it to you. I'll give it up. I'll give it up. There's that. I don't know. Like, Okay, randomly strange talent. At any given point in the day, I can get pretty accurately close to what time it is <laughs> yeah how's that for a strange talent bitch oh my god you find you sound like you should be on the mystery team <laughs> is it mystery team or mystery men mystery men that's what it is <laughs> mr angry or something like that what's his name ben stiller's character uh there's kel who can only be invisible but only when nobody's looking at him that's a great movie there's the spleen Fucking Paul Rubens himself. Oh, God. Uh, oh, then there's the bowler. I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other strange talents did I, that I have. Besides having, like, premonition dreams? I don't think so. What? You say that very <laughs> casually for something that is not very casual. I've had dreams where, like, either, like, someone I knew or predicted was, was like, in my dream they were pregnant and then they fucking got pregnant. It's happened like three times in a fucking row to me already. Do not let him dream about you, girls. It's not like that. It's just like they have a chi- they, like I visit them, and they have a kid, and I'm just like cool. And then two 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 weeks later, I find out that they're pregnant. What the fuck? I mean, it's happened like three times. Uh, That's also, three more than anyone else has had that happen. I don't know. Like sometimes my dreams like help me like predict stuff. So okay, you heard it here, folks. Kev's a witch. I guess so. I don't know. Told this to my mom, and she's like, yeah, it's like it's a family thing. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Are you living the anime pro tag life? I don't know. You 100% are. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. oh, I hate you so much. So I guess, yeah, I guess that's one strange thing. No, Siri, I'm not talking to you this time. 
feel like it's a good note to end it here on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to process some things, my dude. Uh, but you know, as always, thanks for you for asking these questions. If you guys want to have your questions, ask podcast. more. We get gems like that when you <laughs> ask these questions. Fuck. Uh, just post your question when I post it on the story and follow us over at Diversion Sixty Four. As always, we appreciate you listening to another episode of the Diversions Podcast. Follow me over at Geek Night Ninety on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, I'm some places. Look for Bumbling Bee. Holy fuck, I'm shook. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a weird thing to talk about, but whatever. It's, I need I needed an answer, so that's one strange talent. Okay, man, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this one of these days. Yeah. But you know, as always, people remember to have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers.